Welcome back to the Practice Novation podcast and the advanced reading number eight from Marcel Proust in Search of Lost Time, Pospore Antapte Tid. So this episode is going to be a shorter one. It's just one more paragraph uh, and it's just half a page paragraph. Uh, and then we're going to have some concluding thoughts on on this little mini series. So uh, we'll continue from last time where he, he went through some rooms from both the winter and the summer and some rooms he liked and some rooms he didn't like and also the, the power of habit to to make us become used to our environment uh, and to make the rooms inhabitable as he ends with from his memories of the, of his childhood and growing up so jag var nog helt vaken nå mitt legeme hade dreiet en siste gång och vissheten gode engel hade stanset allt omkring mig hade lagt mig under mina egna tepper i mitt eget värelse, mens kommoden, skrivebordet, ovnen, vinduet mot gatan och de två dörrarna så någon lunne var anbragt på sina respektive platser. Men selv om jag meget gott visste att jag ikke befant mig på någon av de steder som min uvisthet i det jag vaknet ett ögonblick hade gitt mig, om ikke det tydliga bilde av, så i alla fall fått mig til att tro på som reelt existerande, så var stötet gitt till min erindring. For som regel försökte jag ikke och sovna igen med det samma. Jag tillbrakte den största delen av natten med att minnes vårt liv för i tiden. I Combray, hos min grandtante, i Balbec, i Paris, i Donciers, i Venezia, många andra städer. Med att genkalla i erindringen städerna, människorna jag hade känt där, det jag hade sett av dem, det man hade fortalt mig om dem. Okay, so that's where we're going to stop. So he's also now summing up this whole process of of, of waking up and then uh, having all the different memories coming and imagination. So I'm going to translate. Jag var nog helt vaken nå. So I was fully awake now. Uh, nok means kind of obviously or you're asserting the thing you are saying. So uh, it's kind of like I've seemed to be fully awake now, or it, it appears to be, and or even obviously I was now fully awake. I was not woken now. Mitt legeme hade dreiet en siste gang. My body had uh, uh, turned one last time, og vissheten's gode engel hadde stanset alt omkring mig. And and the, the the good angel of certainty or consciousness had stopped everything around me hade lagt mig under mina egna tepper had laid me under my own blankets i mitt eget värelse in my own room mens kommoden skrivebordet ovnen vinduet like the, the the drawers the desk the radiator the window towards the street och de två dörrarna and the two doors så någon lunne var anbragt på sina respektive platser. So more or less någon lunde is a, is a partly casual expression for for about more or less. Uh, was brought or placed uh, into their respective places. So just how how the elements and furniture of his room were now kind of falling into the right place. Men selv om jeg meget godt visste at jeg ikke befant mig, so, but 
even if I very well, very well didn't uh, knew that I didn't found myself located in any of those places, som en uvisthet i det jag vaknat ett ögonblick hade gett mig, which which my unconsciousness or un, uncertainty, unknowing, uh, in the moment I woke up for an instant had given me. Om icke det tydliga bilden av, if not the clear picture of, så i alla fall fått mig till att tro på, then in all case or anyhow made me or got me to believe in som reellt existerande as in reality existing. Just all these different flashes of memories in in that quick process when he's waking up. Så var stöte gitt till min erindring. Then the thrust was given to my memory. For som regel försökte jag inte att sovna igen. For usually, som regel, literally as rule, as a rule, so, uh, but usually, I tried not to fall asleep again, med det samme, uh, at once. Jag tillbrakte den största delen av natten. I spent the, the, the biggest part, most part of the night, med att minnes vårt liv för i tiden. With or by remembering our lives before in time, in the past. I Combray hos min grandtante, so I, uh, in Combray at my uh, my uh, aunt, like uh, second cousin of your <laughs> grandtante, is uh, is related to your aunt. Uh, I Balbec, i, in Paris, in Doncier, in, in Venice, Venezia, många andra städer, many other places, med att genkalla i erindringen städerna uh, through re, re-emerging in your memory the places, menneskene jag hade känt där, the people I had known there, det jag hade sett av dem, that which I had seen of them, det man hade fortalt mig om dem. That which one had told me about them. Meaning just these places uh, and the people he knew and what he had seen and what he had heard about it. So the, he's talking about how he's using this transition from awake to asleep, brings up things from the memories, and then he's spending time on just reinforcing the memories. This is also a time, like in the early 1900s, in psychology, when they were uh, understanding more of how memory is working, and, and Proust is also interested in how memory is a is a continuous process of copying and, and reinforcing your old memories. So when if you sit and and old stories come back to your mind, you're actually then actively strengthening them uh, and then making new copies that are more uh, alive and vivid for you. So uh, this is some says one big movement in the first opening of Pospura on top of the tid. And just some commentary on also what he's doing because we are starting a, a journey over 4,000 pages. So he's just pointing to this little uh, it's like mood or, or status of your mind when you are 
moving back and forth between reality and your imagination. And this is to start opening this whole world in your mind of this big story that's going to unfold. So he's just helping you to, as a reader to warm up and start thinking back into your own past as well. And then going on this journey, both through Marcel's life and also partly, which is one of the things he's going to reveal at the end, that you also, at the same time, you're going through your own life and you're reflecting and reliving things in your own life and you can rediscover it. And you can also have look at it with fresh eyes. So you're kind of re, um, you're refining your own past as well through reading it. And then you can, uh, also there's a kind of a personal growth in this because then you, you reevaluate earlier parts of your life and the stories as you have become a little bit older, you have some new experiences and then you can see new things and more things and then you grow through this. And then there's a kind of a, uh, reinforcing process because that while you're reading it you are you are growing uh, in a sense in yourself and then you can read all, like the books uh, with new eyes continuously as you do it so in some sense when you re read the whole thing you can start over again and <laughs> you can read it with new eyes already so and developing new eyes is a big big topic for Proust one of his quotes is that like the one of the biggest journeys you can do it's not to to travel physically into foreign lands, but it's to to develop new eyes to see the world around you. And that in itself can be a journey. Okay, so we're gonna stop it there. Um, we we'll bara si tusen tack for alla som har hört på dessa åtta små episoderna. Uh, Proust är en fantastisk författare. <laughs> det det är ett um, ett verk man kan bruka många år på. Egentligen ett helt liv. Du kan läsa delar av den, du kan gå tillbaka och läsa det på nytt och efter någon år och lite mer erfaring kan du öppna böckerna igen och du kan se nya ting och du kan förstå ännu mer av människor och livet och dig själv och litteratur och hela processen med att tänka och uppleva världen och tolka världen och förstå världen. Så um, that was the little summary in Norwegian and um, once again, just thank you to everybody for listening through this whole series and I uh, hope you're having a great day. And uh, we'll do some other books now for the further episodes about advanced reading. But again, thank you and see you again soon.